Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. This morning we are spotlighting the campus ministry program at Slippery Rock University, which is benefiting from the work of young missionaries who are inviting students into a growing relationship with Jesus and the Catholic faith. My guests this morning are missionary Rebecca Feldkamp with FOCUS, which stands for the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, and Slippery Rock Campus Minister Diane Miaka. Rebecca and Diane, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you. Good morning. And Rebecca, you are the FOCUS uh, team member at Slippery Rock, and this is your second year. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, tell our listeners about what FOCUS is, uh, which I know has been around for about 20 years, and now uh, it's presence on 300, 137 uh, college campuses, also at Pitt and uh, Carnegie Mellon. So tell us a little bit about um, what FOCUS is and what the effects are. Yeah, so um, FOCUS is an organization that um, bases everything that it does after um, the way that Jesus went out into his world that he was living in mm-hmm. um, to get to know the men who eventually became his disciples. Um, I think uh, one of the most beautiful things that Focus does is it um, it puts missionaries onto college campuses who can insert themselves into the lives of college students, um, even in just just normal ways, um, like getting coffee, um, spending time with them, going to events, um, becoming their friend in the same way that Jesus became friends with the disciples. Um, and the way that we uh, continue those relationships is to just continue investing in those lives, um, inviting them to Bible studies, mentoring them one-on-one with the hopes that as we grow in friendship and um, in love with them, they will continue to understand who the person of Jesus is in their lives and eventually be inspired and empowered to bring that to their friends through mentoring other students, through leading Bible studies, and just continuing um, that impact uh, campus, campus-wide. And actually, um, what's really beautiful, too, this year we're on 153 campuses, including international wow, as well. 153 so, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is it nationwide? Yeah, and internationally. International, too. Well. Yep. What got you interested in doing this? This is a special ministry uh, to work with college students. <laughs> Good question. Uh, so I went to Franciscan University of Steubenville, mm-hmm. and I was studying theology, And I was learning a lot of really beautiful things in classes. Um, I grew up Catholic, so my my dad, who went through diaconate formation as well, taught us a lot of things growing up. Um, So I think I lived most of my life knowing a lot of things about God and knowing a lot of things about Jesus. But when I met a focus missionary my senior year of college, she showed me um, how much more faith is than knowing a lot of things about the faith. She taught me how to pray. She... um, taught me about the importance of taking time out of what I thought was my insanely busy schedule and taking time to pray, taking time to um, 
yeah, invest in other relationships that weren't just the casual, hey, how you doing? Good, you, good, kinds of relationships. Um, and I think having her, having that missionary invest in me in that way um, completely changed my view of what, what relationships to other people and what relationships to God looks like. So by that missionary having an effect on you, now you're passing what you've learned and grown and experienced to other uh, students too, mm-hmm. which is a great, fantastic thing. Thanks. That's yeah. much needed on on college campuses. You never really think that this um, this program is available, but it is. Mm-hmm. And even the non Catholic school uh, students need minister to too. So this is you're bringing the church to them in a non threatening way. You want to <laughs> obviously you know build relationships, friendships with them, but they're also learning more about God too. Yeah. Uh, and you've been holding outreach events at Slippery Rock. You form Bible study groups and, and mentoring the student leaders to help them to bring Jesus. How do you begin that relationship? Uh, now that we're in November, obviously, school's up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you just don't stand on the street corner with a Bible <laughs> in your hand screaming or yelling. How do, you, how do you build that trust and that friendship to get students to talk about religion? Because college <laughs> kids can be a little quiet about that. Yeah, the standing on the box approach is not, mm. I, I don't, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem not like effective, the best. Not effective, right. Yeah, um, but I think it, it just takes time, and it takes time to to meet somebody first, um, and then to really learn what it is that they love to do. So, um, for example, one of our students um, is studying dance, and so mm. being able to go to some of her dance events and support her, or... Um, yeah, just finding finding the things that other people like to do and inviting them to do those things. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time, people really like to do things and students really like to go out and do things, but they let their schedules get so insanely busy that they don't actually take time to do the things that they love to do. So being able to invite them to bring you along in just their everyday getting coffee, getting a meal, um, inviting them over into like my home um, for a meal is something they really appreciate to get off campus. Um, Doing things that also invite opportunities for really good conversation, too, because I think a lot of times they're not taking time um, or they don't, they're not being asked good questions mm-hmm. by their peers. And so being able to, to do things um, that bring people in that aren't threatening, that leave wide open spaces for good conversations, too, is really important, especially, yeah, things like coffee, eating. Everyone loves to eat. Absolutely. Pass <laughs> that up. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now, I have uh, a confession to make here on the radio. I didn't go to Slippery Rock. I went to Clarion, which oh, I know is a state no. rival. Uh, I looked at Slippery Rock. We love Clarion. Rock. Yeah, great state system schools. Uh, Clarion um, was a great school for me. I majored in broadcasting and communications. I was very active in the Newman Center at Clarion, and that really helped me through the four years of my college years. I formed a lot of friendships. I still have friends uh, from that. Um, the chaplain, Father Moni Sayers, um, was very effective in my vocation calling. I didn't think about priesthood 20-some years ago at Clarion, um, but that really set a trailblazer for my future. And Diane, you are the campus minister at Slippery Rock, and you can really plant some seeds, and there might be future priests or religious sisters in the making. So I want to first ask you, Diane, um, you've had many successful years as a campus minister. Uh, how, how, is, uh, how, how important is having campus ministry at a public university? 
I think it's so vital to have a presence of the church mm. at the campuses. Like you said, meeting Father Monty yes. was um, very important to your journey um, and your faith and your vocation. And oftentimes it's not a thing or a program or that, that brings us closer and has that impact. It's a person. So having a person on the campus who's there to be present, to try to share Jesus and to invite them into the church is very, very important. So focus really enhances the campus ministry program at Slipper Rock. It really helps you. You're like co-workers in the vineyard. Absolutely, mm-hmm. we are. And they bring something that's very distinct. They come as young people, not far out of college mm-hmm. years themselves, and they have an insider perspective to the culture of the campus, which changes um, so quickly over the years. So they can talk to the students from a perspective of knowing what it's like to be in that campus culture not so long ago themselves, which I can't do. Uh, I I can offer other perspectives that are valuable, Mm -hmm. but not that perspective. And Diane, we all know uh, the college years is a critical time for making decisions about faith, and you hear so much about the youth don't want to go to church, or they don't like church, or they're bored. And there's so much noise and distractions out there. And from the Pew Research Center, they found that 80% of those who leave the Catholic Church do so by the age of 23, which is right at the end of their college years. Uh, Why do you think that college years are a time that um, the youth leave the church? Well, as you said, it is such a critical time. Mm. I think for a lot of young people, it's the first time they're really making independent decisions, and they're being thrown a lot of different options um, that they can be considering in making those decisions. And so to be one voice, uh, to be hopefully a strong voice, uh, as they're trying to sort out all those options in their lives is really important. Mm-hmm. As far as the, the percentage and the statistics One thing I always wonder about that um, statistic is how invested in their faith or in the church were they before then? Um, Whose faith was it? Was it their parents' faith, their family's faith? Were they really truly invested personally? So I think that this critical time is when they are beginning to make that choice. Am I going to invest personally in my relationship with Jesus in my involvement in the church and participation in the church, or am I not? Yeah, I think that might be a critical thing. How strong was their faith or their family backgrounds? Uh, It starts at home, obviously. Uh, Mom and dad go to church, I'll go to church. If mom and dad don't go to church, then I don't have to. Or I'm done with CCD at eighth grade, or I get confirmed and I'm out of here. So there's a lot of multiple factors, but I really think it starts at home their upbringing, uh, the grade school years, and then obviously we know critical high school years, and then college, um, when they leave home for the very first time, uh, that could be very pivotal. And Rebecca, Focus uh, describes today's younger generation as being in a crisis of identity and purpose and belief. Uh, it, this sounds pretty serious. Are you hearing the same things on campus? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, there definitely is a crisis, and I think um – Really what that comes down to is a lack of authentic friendship Mm. on campus and among students. I think um, everyone is really hungry to be deeply known and deeply loved. But I know at least like a lot of people my age and even younger than me, we 
um, have grown up in a world that doesn't necessarily teach us how to do that. Um, it teaches us how to how to kind of cover up the things that are hard and put on the face and and get out there and go do the thing that we need to do. Um, but deep down, like we were we were made for a relationship, and so that's something that that everyone is really hungry for. There's a lot of noise, a lot of distractions, mm-hmm. but there's a yearn, there's a hunger and a thirst yeah. for spirituality, and you just have to lead them in the right direction. Absolutely. Great. We'll, we'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment on Catholic Education Plus. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the administrator of the Catholic community of the East End of Pittsburgh, which is the parishes of St. Bede and Point Breeze, St. Charles Luanga in the East End, and St. James in Wilkinsburg. And this morning we are spotlighting campus ministry program at Slippery Rock University called FOCUS, which means Fellowship of Catholic University Students. And with me this morning is Rebecca Feldkamp with FOCUS and Diane Miyaka, who is the campus minister at Slippery Rock. And Rebecca, as we were talking uh, during the break um, about the youth being in a crisis and the Mm -hmm. distractions out there and uh, there's there's a spiritual hunger that mm-hmm. I'm sure that you often hear on campus. How do you how do you help these uh, college kids to say, hey, there's something there. Don't don't just be, abandon your faith. How do you get that point across to them? Yeah, well, I think one of the ways that it manifests itself the most is seeing how busy people are, mm-hmm. um, because you can tell that people are are dying for something and they want something that's going to give them purpose. And so being good at a lot of things or being a part of a lot of things might fill that, it would seem. So at least um, what I have found, not only in my own life, but also seeing it in other people, is just drawing people away from that a little sure. in ways that you can. Giving giving people opportunities and invitations to take a step back from all of the clutter and all of the things that they're involved in and um, taking time to pray. Like the, the students that are already... Um, Catholic that are already practicing but still are just very busy, mm-hmm. inviting them to take 20 minutes or an hour out of their day and come spend it in the chapel with the team or um, just inviting someone to put the homework down and go get some coffee and, and talk or go for a walk because a lot of times people, um, yeah, a lot of times students just, they, they want to keep going, going, going until everything is done. But then even once everything is done, there's still, there's still more left to do. Um, and it's it's just like a cycle um, of, of not being filled, of not being finished. And um, I think just drawing people away from that and showing them that there's more to life than the bazillion of things that they think are at the top of the priority list um, exist and that there there is life outside of that. Because so. that's what our culture is, is emphasizing and social media is a mm-hmm. big thing and advertising. And there's a lot of pressure that's put on uh, mm-hmm. the youth and the young adults and it can get really exhausting because there's so much noise out there. And, yes. Um, everyone is trying to get their own undivided attention, and it can be it can be very overwhelming mm-hmm. for a person. Plus, the stress of keeping up with your studies and trying to make friends and fitting in and pressure from home. Maybe yeah. there's a lot of factors that can inhibit a person from coming closer. Diane, uh, do you want to add anything about the culture? How social culture can have an impact on a college student? from their faith? Absolutely. You mentioned distraction. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest things that hold our students back um, in really in learning and growing in their faith. 
because there's so many people and so many things that are calling for their attention that want something from them, whether it's through social media, whether it's through films or music, or even the people and the groups around them. Everyone is trying to get a piece of them. They、mm-hmm. want their time. They want their money. They want their attention. They want them to back whatever they're about. And they have so many voices coming at them that it's hard for them to sort out where the truth is in all of that. And it's easy to get caught up in that and distracted、um, away. So for the church、um, to be a reminder of where the truth is in the midst of all those different perspectives that they're hearing, and that someone will help them to, as Rebecca said, pull back from some of those distractions to really listen to their heart and to hear that perspective of love and、um, hope that the church and that Christ offers to them is very, very important, but difficult to do. Absolutely. Now the campus ministry center is literally right across the street from Old Main. It is.、Yeah. We're right on the very edge of campus, and we're actually、Perfect、situated、location. between two campus buildings.、Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the students think that we are part of the the campus structure itself.、Mm-hmm. So it's a great location and a great blessing to our ministry to be so present and visible. And the church is right there, right there. You're present, on, like you said. It's right on the in the middle of the campus. You're on the edge, and to go in between classes,、uh, just come on over and. It's like a nice little safe haven, or come over for a snack, or talk and pray.、Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like providing that open door. Like this is your home away from home. Would、mm-hmm. you agree?、Oh, very much so. I, I think hospitality is a very big part of、yeah. our ministry. It's a big part of what the Focus missionaries do, and just inviting students、um, into their lives, into their homes, into the things that they do, and they en- they enjoy spending their time being about. But that physical building that we have, being able to offer them a space that is a safe space,、uh, a welcoming and a loving space where they can get away、um, from some of the some of campus life、sure. and find some quiet, which is very hard <laughs> to find quiet time.、Um, or the, the dorms the get loud、person. or whatever. Hey, let's go over to the campus ministry center, home away from home, so、Absolutely. to speak. We hope to be. Rebecca, we are called in baptism to learn about Jesus, love Jesus, and live Jesus. Being a missionary probably isn't work, but、uh, do you find it rewarding? Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I'm doing my dream job right now.、Um, I love it because I I've learned how to be more human, and I've learned how to to love other people in in like the middle of the mess that we're. I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but I think as as people and as humans, we all have have some mess going on inside.、Mm-hmm. But if there's something I've learned about being a missionary, it's that to be a Christian and to just be a person, we can't be afraid to enter into the mess of another person, and we can't be afraid to let other people into our own mess. And I think that's really what's gonna what it's gonna be to heal the world.、Um, and I, if even if that were the only thing I ever gained out of being a missionary. That's everything I've ever needed to know just wow, about about being、mm-hmm. yeah just about being Christian and I th- I think to myself、um, that painting I think it's by who was it Caravaggio the one with、um, Saint Thomas putting his hands into the wounds of Jesus yeah, and there there, yeah. yeah and I there's that painting is in the Newman Center and there was a student once that was looking at it and asked ooh why like why is he really shoving his hand in in the side of Jesus and I really started thinking about that and it was because Jesus wanted to be that intimate with him and he wanted to say no come come to me and and throw yourself into my wounds and I think in a 
in a world that is so superficial sometimes. I know being a missionary and having entered into other people's mess and having had other people enter into my mess, I have learned that it's, it is that vulnerability and that um, desire to, to be a part of and let other people be a part of my wounds that, um, yeah, that has just been the greatest reward. Open yeah. up your eyes like Thomas did, my mm. Lord, my God. Yeah. Mm. Diane, the Focus Ministries, they rely uh, support on generous benefactors uh, to, to help them with their work at Slippery Rock. And the Campus Ministry Program and the Focus Ministry is supported by a grant funded from our campaign for the Church Alive in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. I want to thank our donors for making that uh, possibility. Why is it so important in this time to have uh, a stable funding for, for ministry programs such as Slippery Rock? We know that our church has so many needs money-wise, so many different ministries, so many important ways that we are doing the work of Christ in the church. But I think that this mission field on college campuses is so vital to the future of our church um, to to provide um, hope for young people to stay um, connected to the church, to find Christ in a deeper way so that they can help lead our church into the future. And investing in people like missionaries, Mm. I think, is the best way that we can use our money. Uh, There's a lot of programming things and the building and supplies and other things that are very important as well. But I think the best use of that money is investing in people who are going to be out there reaching other people. So the missionaries have been such a blessing in that way. And that campaign grant really keeps the ministry programs running. And um, we're planting the seeds for the future of our our church, the the generation. So uh, this money is being well spent and it's being put to good use because of the generous benefactors from the people. And it the the fruits will bear in definitely in the future. And the time of transition with the on mission in our diocese in particular perfect to timing. have that stability, perfect timing. Yeah. Well, Rebecca Feldkamp and Diane Miyaka, thank you for being with us this morning on Catholic Education Plus. Thank Thank you you for having us. And we'll be back in a moment. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring the second annual Amen to Action. Uh, This helps over one million meals for the hungry people in Pittsburgh, and it will be held just coming up in a couple weeks on Friday, uh, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. If you'd like to help out, uh, it's a great way to get volunteers, get your youth group together, church uh, neighbors, and pack meals uh, for the hungry and the homeless. And it's delivered to all those in need throughout the greater Pittsburgh area. Again, that is coming up on Friday, November 23rd. That's the the day right after Thanksgiving. And it will be held at the David Lawrence uh, Convention Center, uh, downtown Pittsburgh. And it's we had over um, 1,000 people last year for the first one, and this is uh, the second annual. And Amen to Action was founded by a group of Pittsburgh clergy and lay leaders uh, who shared a vision to connect with people of all faiths, uh, creating a platform to help those in need. So again, that's uh, coming up the day after Thanksgiving, Friday, November 23rd at the Convention Center. For more details, contact www.amendaction.org. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.